0: Pizza, pizza, pizza time. The official pizza of the Shock Fantasy podcast is 7th Avenue Pizza. This is soda-style thin crust at its absolute best. It's not that crappy thin crust. It's solid crust integrity here. Not too thick, not too thin. The sauce was derived from an ancient recipe passed down from the Norse gods. And the cheese, oh, 100% primo cheese on these pies. You can pick your toppings as well. There's your conventional pepperoni or sausage, but there's also five cheese, Mexican, meatball, and pepperoni. Even a bacon cheeseburger za for you. My favorite, though, is the lucky seven. Italian sausage, pepperoni, beef, Canadian bacon, and three types of cheese. Dang it, my mouth is watering just talking about it. I might need to go fire up the oven and make myself one before the podcast. Find your 7th Avenue pizzas at High V Cub Foods, Lunds and Byerleys and holiday station stores, and go follow them on Twitter at 7th Avenue Pizza. Let them know Shock Fantasy steered you toward their amazing za. Ahoy, Shock Fantasy fans. This is Matt Harrison, and before the show begins, I have three jobs for you. First, please take a look at your phone and hit the subscribe button on the Shock Fantasy Podcast on your favorite podcast platform. Second, Wherever you're listening, give me a rating and a review for the show. If you include your Twitter handle in the review, we might send you something fun in the mail. We do that periodically. And third, if you haven't yet subscribed to the season pass of Shock Fantasy, you should. You get 365 days of the Shock Fantasy Super Dash, which gives you stats and info to set all of your weekly lineups, including DFS lineups. The Redraft and Dynasty Trade Value Charts so you never get taken to the cleaners in a trade. Our waiver wire content each week. The Super Bowl, Thanksgiving, and NFL Draft Prop Bet Games, so you can make friendly wagers with your family and friends at the most important football gatherings. And preseason cheat sheets for basically every kind of fantasy football imaginable. You'd be getting those for next year now. All of that curated, color-coded data comes to you for only $40 for a full year. That's 76.9 cents per week. But if you act now and use the promo code AIRBEAR, you get the whole year for only 25 bucks. That's promo code AIRBEAR, A-I-R-B-E-A-R for those of you who are brave spellers. Enter that at checkout and we'll knock off $15. Thanks for listening. On to the show. Now, first off, how would we describe shock? (laughs) Welcome to the fantasy. (laughs) Nice. Nice. (laughs) Man, you are one pathetic loser. Ridiculous. Completely ridiculous. everybody, it's Matt Harrison. It's the Shock Fantasy Podcast for Tuesday, November 29th. It's the Week 13 Waiver Wire Podcast. We're getting down to the end of the Waiver Wire Podcast. Only like a week more to go on that one. And then we get into playoff mode and you're just starting, you know, playoff teams. Not really scouring the waiver wire for that many guys. Uh, we'll start this week's Waiver Wire podcast, as we always do, with the Todd Heap Memorial Injury Report. Throw me a freaking bone here. All right. Let's uh, start with Aaron Rodgers, who injured his ribs or oblique or something in his tummy-tum and left the Eagles game on Sunday night. Uh, Travis Etienne left his game with a foot injury. Some online doctors compared it to a Liz Frank that he previously had in college. But the Jags say he could have come back into Sunday's game and they were just holding him out as a precaution, question mark. Najee Harris left the Monday night football game with an abdominal injury. Elijah Mitchell's done for the fantasy season after suffering an MCL injury. Michael Carter sprained his ankle and did not come back to that game. Damian Harris got dinged up and left the game. It looks like he might miss a couple of weeks. They play on Thursday night, so he's probably doubtful for this week. Darnell Mooney looks like he's done for the year after sustaining an ankle injury in week 12, and Allen Robinson is for sure done for the year. He's on IR. He's going to require foot surgery. Quarterback. Let's pick up Mike White, who's 4% rostered. White had a pretty good game against the Bears last week, which should turn a few heads or at least turn them away momentarily from Zach Wilson. This week he gets a Vikings defense that's allowing a ton of passing yards. Well, I mean, the most passing yards in the league at 293 per game. White has a big had a big game in his first spot start last season. Then he came back to earth in a very major way. So there's a little caution here that once teams get some tape on Mike White, they figure him out. But then again, the Vikings allowed over 300 yards to Mac Jones on Thanksgiving, and Mac Jones just doesn't do that. White is probably worth a 9% bid if you're in a super flex league. There's a couple of good playoff matchups against Detroit and Jacksonville down the stretch for the Yets. Jordan Love is 7% rostered. If Aaron Rodgers is going to be out for a while, and I think he should be out for a while because the Packers have very little reason to rush him back, it might be time for the Packers to see what they have once and for all with Love. Whether Rodgers decides to retire after this season and move on to becoming like a game show host or something along those lines. They probably want to see if they have their future quarterback or if they think Rodgers is going to stay and come back next year. They probably want to give the league enough of a taste to make him a trade chip. So it makes a lot of sense for him to play as much of the final five games as he can. Uh, Let's see. There's not a particularly daunting matchup left on the schedule. The Bears, then a bye week. You're not going to start him there the Rams, the Dolphins, and the Vikings. So if you need a guy, he's probably worth 10% if you're the Rodgers owner right now. Uh, If you're very reliant on Rodgers, I should say. Slightly less if you're not really needing him. All right, let's go. Running back. Uh, Jamichael Hasty. he's 2% rostered. Daryl Henderson, he's 42% rostered. They both play for the Jacksonville Jaguars now. The Jags are saying Travis Etienne coming back, but... Will they be playing Travis Etienne in week 13? That's the question. The season is essentially over, and he has a ton of injury history. uh, And there's little reward in seeing Etienne battle through feet or ankle or leg or whatever injury could come up on him right now. Daryl Henderson's on the roster, and he should be worth a look as well. But here's the deal. You can pick up Hasty and Henderson if you believe two things. First that you have a fantasy team that's playing for a championship in week 17. And second, you don't think ETN will be playing for a championship in week 17 because if you're playing in week 17, you get the Texans, who are the worst running back team in the league by a lot. You'd get them in your fantasy final with the Jacksonville Jaguars running back. And if one of these backs is the guy for the remainder of the year, then you almost have 100 yards and a touchdown guaranteed. Just probably a 3% bid on both of them or either of them, whatever your flavor is. But uh, both are worthy of looking at if you're going to play the Week 17 guessing game. Zonovan Knight. There's tons of cool things to do with his name. The Gotham Knight. On top of the world. Dude filled in admirably for Michael Carter last week in the blowout win against the Bears. Ended with 14 carries, 69 yards. Nice. Nice. And three catches for 34 yards. That's pretty good for your first NFL work. James Robinson was a healthy scratch last week, by the way, for the Jets. And Ty Johnson is the only other competition. And he's seemingly already been beat out by Zonovan Knight. If this backfield is his for a little bit, the Minnesota matchup this week is very good. Buffalo's kind of a tough matchup. But after that, Detroit, Jacksonville, and Seattle are pretty easy. Throw 5% if you need a bench warmer or a handcuff to Michael Carter. He might have a spot start uh, here and there down the line. Quickly, Kyron Williams got more work than Cam Akers last week. We highlighted both in last week's podcast, saying that you should want one for the stretch run. It looks like it might be Kyron at this point. And Benny Snell is the guy left standing in Pittsburgh, but we've done this before, and I don't want Benny Snell on my team. Najee could be back as soon as this week as well. Wide Receiver. That's the time I take a sip of my beverage. Zay Jones is 28% rostered. 14 targets is nothing to shake a stick at, especially when you can catch 11 of them and go for 145 yards. Then you're like, I, I don't know why people shake sticks at things, but it's pretty weird. Now, I'm not saying that that's a trend for Zay Jones, but the Jaguars do get the Lions this week and the Titans next week. Both rank in the bottom five in defense versus the wide receiver. Zay will be supremely startable for those two weeks. Then it's not great for your fantasy playoffs. But if you need a Band-Aid for two weeks, this is a good Band-Aid. So I'd throw 8% on Jones, use him for the two weeks. If you don't think you'll use him, you can skip it, or you could pick him up and block another team in your league from using him in the next two weeks. Michael Gallup is 46% rostered. On Thanksgiving, Gallup looked more back than he has all year. Caught five balls for 63 yards, but almost all of them were contested, like highlight-worthy catches. He looked really good. With Odell Beckham and the rumors of him swirling in Dallas, Gallup is certainly trying to cement his wide receiver two status there. The matchup, excuse me, oh my gosh, that was a hiccup. The matchup in your fantasy championship week against Tennessee is the target, but a game against Jacksonville in week 15 should bring him a starting grade on fantasy football weekly. So Gallup... Worth about a 10% bid this week. Briefly, I touched on Nico Collins last week. He'd had nine targets last week. Nine times. Nine times. He caught six of those for 44 yards. Not overwhelmingly awesome, but you're targeting week 15 and 16 with him when he's going to face the Chiefs and the Titans. And then Jamison Williams is probably not playing this week. But reading the tea leaves, I would venture to say he will be in week 14, and he'll get the Vikings, and they're injured secondary that week. And then the Panthers in week 16 and the Bears in week 17, and none of those are scary. If he's healthy, we could be seeing a really, really good player pop in, make some noise in the fantasy playoffs. Kind of risky, but love it. Tight end. If you're listening to this, you're in the tight end wasteland. So it's time to just play the matchups. There's not a tight end that we're like, oh yeah, you should really pick up this week. You just want to start a tight end against one of the following teams. And here are the five targets I have for tight ends that you're going to try to match up with. Arizona, they're on bye this week, so there's no one to start there. Seattle, they get Tyler Higbee this week. If he's available in your league, gobble him up. Miami gets George Kittle this week. That's probably not going to help you. He's probably owned in every league. Detroit gets Evan Engram this week, and that probably does help you. Uh, I think he's widely available, probably the most available guy here. And New England is the last one I'd target to play. They get Dawson Knox on Thursday night. He's kind of a coin flip if, he, if his he's available in your league. But uh, those are the guys that I'd probably target, especially in DFS this week, if you're looking to go away from, you know, the Travis Kelseys or the Mark Andrews of the world. All right, that's it. That's the podcast for today. I'll be back Tomorrow to preview the Buffalo Bills and New England Patriots Thursday night matchup. Both of these teams played last Thursday, so they get a full week off. It's like a full week of rest for both of these teams, so uh, they should be well rested and ready to go. And I believe the Patriots are wearing the cool red jerseys with the white Patriot Pat hiking guy on the helmet. Ooh, this is gonna be fun! All right, we'll talk to you tomorrow.